0: He's probably the one she told me about a few weeks ago. I don't think she's that serious about him, I say. It's a bluff, Clara, as you know, because you haven't told me anything about a new man in your life. I'm not angry, though, just surprised and a little bit embarrassed because they expect me to know everything about you. We're so close, we're almost the same person. That's what they think. I doubt that's true. The voice is quieter, an octave higher than Sarah's, unpunctuated by laughter. It is the first time Debbie has spoken. There is a smugness running through her words. I look at her properly for the first time. She is smaller than I remember, thin and bony next to Sarah's girth. Her mousy hair is cut in a crop, too severe and her eyes look like the lights have gone out. I'm willing to bet Debbie's life so far hasn't been all she hoped for. She's really into this bloke. I think he's married or something. Maybe she didn't want you to know. Maybe she doesn't tell you everything after all, she says. The tone is the verbal equivalent of her sticking her tongue out at me, and the child in me wants to stick mine out at her. I don't, of course. To be honest, I feel sorry for her. The way she's trying to intimidate me, unaware that she doesn't hold that power anymore. She fixes me with her eyes, and I notice they have little specks of orange at their centre, like pools of fire. I don't blink. Debbie doesn't like me even after all these years. I shouldn't care, but I do. I smile. The challenge of winning her over is too much to resist. You could be right, I say. Well, we all change, don't we, Rachel? Sarah is giggling again. And Clara was away for so long. Was it five years? Sarah asks. Seven, I say. And I wonder how much you've told her what gaps you've left in your story she was away for seven years it's been hard for her her dad dying and then adjusting to life here again mind you a few more weekends like the last one will put a smile back on her face (laughs) debbie and sarah look at each other and then back at me and cackle in unison i detect a crack in the ice it is thawing It was a hoot, Sarah says. Clara is so funny. She completely cracks me up. Don't you think, Rachel? Oh, God, you don't have to tell me. Can you remember that home economics teacher? What was her name? Mrs Glass. Debbie says, yes, Mrs Glass, I say. The one with the lisp. Well, Clara is so good with accents and ripping people off. She had her down to a T. She used to creep up behind me and holler in her Mrs Glass voice and scare the life out of me. Sarah has to swallow her drink quickly before she spits it out. Ah, you can laugh about it now, i say. At the time, she used to make me go dizzy with the giggles. I couldn't stop and Mrs Glass would be saying, Rachel, stop laughing this instant or I'll throw you out. And that would make me laugh even more. No wonder I always burnt my souffle. I think back to those days, to what we shared, Clara. I had none of your natural timing, but God, did I work hard to please you. Did you ever realize that? Those moments when I'd make you giggle or smile, or the ones where I'd do something funny and you'd pat me on the back and say, That's why I love you, Rachel. They were my proudest times, because it made me believe our friendship was equal. Your laughter was like a drug, you see. It boosted and bolstered me, made me feel strong. I'd have done anything to hear it again and again and again. I think Sarah may be drunk, or at least well on her way, because her words are coming more slowly now, and when she speaks, her eyes look at